Welcome to the Girl Power Alliance podcast, where you're going to meet and hear from some inspiring women with incredible stories who are leading in business and in faith. We are on a mission to impact the world by empowering women to dream bigger through kingdom-minded mentoring and leadership. This is where women grow. Welcome back to the Girl Power Alliance podcast. After a few minutes of technical difficulties, (laughs) we are here and we are so excited. I'm excited to introduce my beautiful guest to you today, Rebecca. She is a Jesus lover and the owner of Simply Becoming, a virtual mentoring and counseling service for women and adolescents into adulthood. She reminds women who they are, helps to uncover lies that they are believing about themselves, and reminds them of the truth. She's a master level counselor with over 10 years of experience. She's a former adjunct professor and author. She's married to her college sweetheart for 21 years, and she has three amazing boys that fill her cup and her house with sweaty, stinky smells. such like boys are. She said it's an honor to train them how to love and treat women. She loves relationships and she loves people. Here's a few little extras, even though we'll get into those as we talk. She loves, she craves quiet. She's a cheerleader at heart. She's a lover of sunsets. Me too. Um, Prayer is her love language. And she is a part of a network marketing company that she loves. She is a, she owns a self publishing company too. That's amazing. And I'm so happy to have you with us here today, Rebecca Dawson. Welcome. Thank you. Thanks for letting me be a part of this. Oh, no worries. It's always my pleasure to introduce new women to the community, hear their stories, and hear how God has just uh, impacted their life and their business in so many amazing ways. So even though that's your bio, um, tell us a little bit more about who you are. So yeah, definitely. Um, Jesus lover. I mean, through and through, it defines who I am. Um, married my college sweetheart, uh, Chad, and he is a very wise man. Um, three boys whom I adore definitely bring a lot of different joys and smells to our home, but it's a great, great thing. Um, and I'm a Christian counselor. So I've been a Christian counselor for over 20 years, um, took some time off to raise our family and to be home with our kids, uh, pursued that in different ways as an adjunct professor and kind of a teacher at heart. So just training women in truth and um, watching God use his word to heal and set people free. It's been a cool journey. So the last couple of years, I have worked um, as an independent contractor under another firm and um, just recently started out on my own. So it's been a a really sweet journey. Um, Awesome. Okay. Well, that's amazing. I'm so excited to, you know, to listen to a little bit about how kind of God took you on this journey. So you started as a teacher or did you start as a counselor? Started as a counselor. So started that journey as a counselor. And then um, I had friends that were in education. And so then as I was kind of getting back into the workforce, they invited me into that realm of higher education. And wow, wow. Um, That is difficult (laughs) Um, and amazing. Um, And because of that, in that journey, then like 
books came out of it and a lot of growth for me um, as an individual. Um, a lot of, a lot of growth came through teaching and then just realizing like, I have a love for training. Like I have a love to teach and to train. Um, I love watching people walk and get set free. That is amazing. But I love to train women and, and, and men too, but women in general. Um, so yeah, it, it started as, as in counseling and then worked into some more teaching and training kind of things. That's awesome. And so what, what you're doing now, you're doing it, you said as an independent contractor. So are you doing it more? I mean, obviously probably because of the times virtually you're doing, you uh, connect with women and men, but your, your clients are virtual. It's a little bit of both. So in our community, I do face-to-face sessions um, with women, um, but generally it has been virtual. So it did start independently as an independent contractor and now doing it for my, uh, my own. We launched on our own right after COVID actually. So COVID hits and I had been praying about this and that's when it started. <laughs> that's awesome. What, a, what an interesting time to launch. Uh, definitely uh, not typical, right? Like, like kind of the unexpected. I've been praying about it for a long time. When I hired on with my employers, I told them, this was two years prior, I'm not going to be here long. I'm going to work for myself. I know I have that in me. There's something in me that wants to work for myself. So um, just feeling those nudges and, you know, knowing that that's more than just a nudge, that's something of the Holy Spirit and kind of feeling like it's time. I started exploring Christian workplaces, actually ran into Girl Power Alliance through all that. And it was kind of one of those voices that just kept you know, reminding me like, it's okay. It's time you can do this. And, and because of that connected with, um, the, one of your guests and, and she and I hit it off right from the start. And she was kind of a voice an instrumental voice to say, like, go do this. You can do this. And, um, being an independent contractor is basically the same, right? Like in any, in any realm, you're kind of on your own anyway. Um, so it was just like, oh yeah, this is natural. And I can actually get paid more for doing the same thing. So it was just that season of being ready. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, the same for me, we launched Girl Power Alliance, right? Literally smack dab in the middle of all of the lockdowns and the quarantines. And, um, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I'll have to wait another year to say how I feel about it. I don't know if it's, if I, I think it was the perfect time or if I think it was a crazy, uh, yeah, always it's God's timing, but I don't know how I feel about it. Yeah. Obviously he has his plan, <laughs> but, um, so the, the women that you work with, are they, are, do you specifically, um, are you niche to Christian women or are you, do you counsel anybody and everybody? Counsel anybody and everybody. I always let them know I'm coming from a position of faith. You know, I I want people to know that right from the start, because I want to be able to pray over them, whether they're believers or not, as long as they're open to that. Um, You know, some are, I've not actually worked with anybody who's not been open to letting me pray for them. Um, You know, they've always been open to that, but I want them to know that I am coming from that position because of counseling. I feel like that is, I got to tap into that spot, you know, as, as believers, I think we get the full realm of healing, right? We get the body, soul, and spirit because of who we are connected to. Um, and so whether you're a believer or not want to be able to connect into that realm for you and just kind of open their eyes to that. Like, Hey, there's more here. 
and um, let people just kind of breathe and relax in it. Like it doesn't have to be frightening. It doesn't have to be maybe what they've been exposed to in the past or seen done poorly. Um, just an invitation, right? Like there's more. It's just a little invitation to, hey, if you're okay with this, can I just pray over you? And this is kind of going to be the way I kind of always let people know this is kind of where I'm coming from and this is how I would lay it out. I think that's a powerful thing. And I think that that is the call for a marketplace ministry. And uh, matter of fact, just today, I posted on my Facebook, a, a photo from an event that we did a couple of years ago that I was hosting for, I think there was 400 people at that event. And mm-hmm. it was a completely had nothing. It was a completely secular event, but all of the team that helped to set everything up before the event, because it's who I am. I asked, you know, anybody that wants to join together, I'm going to pray before the event. And so it's a picture of all these people in a big circle. And that was such a blessing for me and for so many people. And, you know, I have to say a very small percentage of them were actually believers, but, but because of who we are and who God, God has called us to be, you know, you're exactly right. You're exposing them to, wow, this is, there is something more than just this. And that power, that strategy, that um, call on your life is to intersect all areas, not just, you know, Sunday morning. Oh, for sure. And I think that's where the greater healing comes, right? It's like when we are bringing that full, it's that, that abundant life of all aspects of us can get that healing. So I love that. That is gorgeous. And yeah, I love that. Well, I think it's, um, it's an important call what you're doing and um, the fact that you're open and bold. I have, I, uh, I'm the same. I have yet to have met somebody that has actually said no, if I wanted to either talk about my faith or pray over them or whatever. I think people, even if they, I mean, unless they just were like actually anti, which I haven't, I know there are those people, but I haven't come across them. I, I feel like they feel that it is, um, it's very loving and it's a, it's almost a compliment that you care enough about them to have the, you know, to take the time to speak life into them and pray over them. And, um, you know, I think it takes a boldness and a courage to be able to do that yourself, Mm -hmm. to, to initiate and to ask. And so have you always done that? Or was it something that you kind of grew into in your, in your business? Oh, I think you definitely grow into it, right? Like the first time I was just actually having coffee with a friend this morning and we were talking about different things. And, and I said, you know, the first time I remember one of the first times I like, felt that nudge of the Holy Spirit. And he's like, go tell this person, you know, it was a line from Toy Story. And he's like, go tell this person this line. And I'm like, what? <laughs> you know, Like, I, I know this person, but I don't know this person that well, Lord. And, um, you know, when you have those nudges and then feeling like, God, this is a risk. Like you're asking me to take a risk and, you know, trusting that nudge. And I did, but I asked the Lord in that, like, God, you got to confirm this because I want to see that this made sense, you know? So I took that leap and I contacted that person whom I had very little relationship with at the time and just said, you know, God has given me this little I've been praying for you. I've been thinking of you. He's giving me this little line. I felt like I should share it with you. I spoke this little line from Toy Story to her of all things. And she's like, okay, I'll, I'll pray on that. I was like, okay, great. And so about a week later, I got a phone call from her and she said, 
you would never believe this. I was watching a, a sermon just came on. I had to have a TV on some, you know, sermon comes on this pastor all of a sudden uses this toy story line and it matched word for word what you spoke to me. And she had been in a, in a marriage that um, her husband had left her over a year before. And it was that season, it was time to let go. And God was confirming that to her, but using, you know, she said, had you not spoken that to me, I don't know that I would have taken that message from that pastor as, as something more. So I think it's those places of learning to trust that voice that we hear again and again and again and taking those risks. So yeah, is it, is it always fun? No, sometimes it is not fun when God asks us to do things. But I mean, you think of anyone in the Bible and you think, yeah, I don't think building an ark when there was no rain was fun, you know, and the condemnation that Abraham or Noah probably felt. So yeah, it's not always easy, but I do think just the more you do it, the more you practice it. And Michelle, you would you would probably say the same thing, right? Like just in listening to you in the past, the more you practice that muscle, that faith muscle, the more we do it, it's like, it's it's second nature and I don't question it anymore. I still sometimes ask for confirmation, like, okay, God, this one's so strange. Will you confirm it? But I don't, I don't question it. It's just like, okay, I'll do it. I think, I actually think that the confirmation is that it's something that I don't want to do. (laughs) (laughs) That's probably true. Something (laughs) uncomfortable. It's something I wouldn't have thought of. It's something I wouldn't naturally do. And I'm like, oh, come on, really God, you really Mm -hmm. want me to do this. I made a, a decision a number of years ago that I'd rather look stupid to people because think about it. That's really the only thing that we're afraid of. Like what, what else, what else are we worried about when we get this nudge? We're worried about what are people going to think of us? They're going to think we're weird or we're going to be wrong. Or it really has only to do with somebody else's opinion. And so I made a decision a number of years ago. I'd rather look stupid than miss something that God was trying to do in somebody's life. So I just take the risk and whatever, if I'm a loony, if they think I'm a loony bag, then they think I'm a loony bag, but I'd rather, I'd rather not miss it. And you're right. I totally, totally believe it's a muscle that the more you exercise that muscle, the the more sec, it, it just becomes, it becomes part of you, not something you, I agree with you. Confirmation is all there. The word talks about that. You know what I mean? It's not something, it doesn't mean that you don't have faith. There's nothing wrong with asking for confirmation or seeking that or whatever, but, but I believe that the courage part of being able to speak into people that way um, can become more and more natural. And I was having a, I was doing it, I was mentoring with a woman and we were meeting once a week over zoom. And I, I know you've had this happen. I was looking at her on the screen and she's smiling, just this beautiful smile, but the Lord revealed something to me that there's no way I would have said in myself. And matter of fact, as I was saying it, I was like, why are you saying this? But the words Mm -hmm. were coming out and um, it opened something up that was locked deep, deep away. And God did a miraculous healing in her life as a result of me asking a few questions that I would have never, ever, ever, ever asked. And so later on, a year later or so, we were, her and I were chatting and I said, she goes, you know, it was all because of that conversation. I said, well, just so you know, that conversation was not me. Like it literally, as I was speaking the words over you, I was like, why are you saying this? And so I think that it's, you know, how else is God going to work if he can't use us? Like we are it. 
You're right. You're right. Right. Like that is it. We're his hands and feet. And I love that. Right. Like that's like one of those yay gods because he just does that. And again and again and again. And I think, you know, I get the beauty of seeing that on a daily basis because of what I do. I think we all have the opportunity for that. I think I see it kind of in a different way because I'm sitting with people intimately like that, like a mentoring session, right? Like I'm seeing it intimately on a daily basis um, where you just know there's no way I would have known that. There's no way I would have had a clue about this. And and I'll even say that sometimes as we're talking, I'm I'm like, okay, this is going to sound really crazy, but this is what I'm feeling, you know, I'm sensing and and it does open doors. And that's just how our God works. He opens the doors of the people's hearts so that we can communicate on that deeper level. So yeah, it's, it's a, cool. It's a beautiful thing. And it's, um, it's very humbling to be used. And it's, I think that what happens sometimes for people is that they start to think it's them. You know what mm. I mean? Like, oh, look what I did. I impacted this person's life. And I think it is a real journey, especially in like, let's say your position. I think it is a real journey in humility to continually be reminded that this is nothing to do with me. I'm just the, I'm just the vessel, you know, God's the power. And, uh, you know, that keeps, the, and I think that keeps you open and, and grounded for all of the things that God needs and wants to do in you is that that continual humility and mm-hmm. um you know a couple of a couple of bold steps out and being like way wrong that'll keep you humble <laughs> sure <laughs> like right right and I, but i mean i think that is you know like i have a early on when i started this um the people that i actually learned from my my original bosses they had people praying for them. And I thought, man, that's what I need. I need people praying for me. So when, when I went to launch this and I'm sure you guys have the same kind of establishment, like I knew I needed prayer support. So I went to some people who I trusted and said, I need you to pray for me. I need you to pray for the women that I serve. And, and I will give you, you know, not confidential information, but some like strategic ways, like, please pray. Um, you know, when, when I have someone who's contemplating suicide or self-harm or, you know, or just in the midst of a you know, just not just, but in a divorce or, you know, in, in any kind of situation, some are just in identity, trying to figure out who they are, you know, like, who am I in the midst of life and in the midst of COVID, you know, or fear and, and shame. There's, I cannot do this. I am not the one. And I'll tell people that when I'm in sessions with them, I cannot set you free. I don't know a counselor who can help bring healing and change you. We can give you tools, but we can't set you free. It is only, only God who does that. Yeah. And uh, I think that's the humbling piece of reminding myself and this, in verbally saying that out loud, right? Like yeah. then it puts me in position to be the healer. Um, so I got to operate that way, you know, <laughs> it's yeah. just, me too. Just yeah. yeah, me too. And, you know, realizing that I can't transform anybody's life, only, only Christ can in the Holy Spirit. And so our job is, we, I, I, I have a phrase that I've used for many years. I am, I am not the message. I'm the messenger. I am not the message. I'm the messenger. So we just keep putting the message out there as the deliverer of this word of, you know, introducing people and, you know, let him do all the work. And it, then it, it also, I think in addition to keeping you 
keeping it in the right alignment, like knowing who you are in the equation, but it also takes pressure off of you. Like then you're like, listen, this is, I don't have to worry about trying to fix or whatever, because it's not my job. My job is just to point you to the one who can. And so, um, I think that that takes a lot of, of pressure off as well. In addition to, you know, keeping it all in alignment. Well, and I think that's a great point, even as business owners, right? Like there's the business side of what I do too. And I think even in that, like of the provision, right? Like we work our faith muscle. We also work our trust muscle when you're starting something or you, you know, doubt and fear, and it's that trust muscle you're building, or even if you've been in for a long time, we're building that. And it is that constant reminder of pointing back to him of like, okay, God, you're the provider of all this. Like you are the one, right? Like, and it's those, it doesn't matter where, where we are and what we're doing. It's the provision of it's going back to him. Right. Like, so I love that. That's a great point. And it just reminds me of like, yeah, doesn't have to be in the journey of necessarily like mentoring someone or counseling someone. It's, it's also as business owners, right? Like we're that faith muscle, that trust muscle, those things need to grow and they strengthen. I think when we take these risks, holy cow, do they strengthen? You know, like they do. I mean, if they, they don't have to, but they sure can be places where you can grow. Absolutely. Well, I think again, that's a, that's a specific mindset and specifically with girl power Alliance, um, it, it, it is designed for women that have a mindset of wanting to continue to grow the faith muscle, wanting to continue to dive in and grow. I've had a couple people come in and out of the, of the membership. And I think it's because they, they, they are not, they are not wanting to grow. And really Mm -hmm. that's, that's kind of this thing that God put in me years and years and years ago about being very intentional and persistent to continue to just in all areas, not, not in one, um, you know, I continue to pursue growth in my health and wellness. I put, pers- I continue to pursue growth in my skill set, and I continue to pursue growth in my relationship with the Lord and knowing him and, you know, having the mind of Christ surrounding myself, grow- stretching in my faith to be more bold and to really access all of the things in the kingdom that we have authority over, you know, though that doesn't just happen. And so Mm -hmm. I feel so sad for so much of the body of Christ, the big C church, because Mm -hmm. they're not pursuing it. They're this kind of, um, bystander or spectator in their relationship with the Lord. Like they just take whatever comes on a Sunday morning or a, you know, sermon that comes across their screen, but they're not actively pursuing that growth. And so really in, inside of girl power Alliance, it is, it, it is, asking women to actively pursue that and in to pursue growth. And because everybody that's involved with Girl Power Alliance is a believer, whether we're talking about marketing or branding or goal setting, it always has the underlying strategy and theme of being a follower of Christ. And so, you know, it's, it's just an interesting, to me now it's so normal, but then I talk to people and it seems so crazy that they're not actively pursuing growth. I'm like, why? <laughs> Why? And, and I get it. Like that makes sense to me. And I, I literally was just talking with a friend again this morning, but we were talking about how, you know, there's a verse in the new Testament where Jesus said, do you want to be healed? And it was like, get up, take up your mat and be healed. And not everybody's ready for that, you know? No. And it's, it's 
having that access, like we have so many resources, right? And like, I'm a, I'm a like resource junkie. So like, as soon as I know something or I get some knowledge, like I want to be a lifelong learner. And that's what you're talking about too, right? Like I want to be that lifelong learner. And sometimes that's humility. It's humbling to be that sometimes. But when, when he says, take up your mat, then I have to be ready, you know, and I have to want to, you have to actually stand up if you want to be that, you know, next phase or, I mean, the scripture says glory to glory, right? But it's, it's that piece of like, are you ready? Or do you want these resources? And some people don't, some people aren't ready for that. And it's having that discernment. I think at times when we have the knowledge of like, do they, are they ready for this? Or are they not ready for it? You know, and, and just that piece of it. Well, I think that goes along with um, both your counseling and your network marketing businesses. We are, and as, which is one of the things I feel so called to is leadership. And I think that women in general feel a little bit uncomfortable in the leadership role and people feel uncomfortable with women in a leadership role. In women in business that lead, they are called names, you know what I mean? And women in the church, some churches still don't even want women to lead or stand up on, you know what I mean? There's just a lot of, and I believe that's because the enemy has told this lie to keep women because he knows the impact that women have, especially when women align themselves, when women, you know, create, uh, have synergy and they are collaborating. He knows the power of that. And so the interesting thing for me is, um, I, I, my call is to nudge people in the direction of growth. And so, um, I, you know, the enemy has used that against me a lot because I've been accused. Uh, he, he will accuse me of pushing and doing all these things, but I, it's, it's what I feel called on this earth to do is to push people into the pursuit of growing wherever that is. And that could just be a tiny amount of growth. And for some people it's a lot, but I like to use this analogy, even in nature, nothing is just standing still. It's either growing, it's either continuing to grow or it's dying. It doesn't just, you don't just have this, let's say plant and it just exists. That's a fake, not live plant that does that. A real plant will continue to grow. It needs to be fed. It needs certain things to live and you have to continue to trim dead stuff off. That's exactly how we are as human beings. And so that's why I'm so passionate about, you know, what we're doing and continuing to grow. And you're right. Some people, they just, they, they're catatonic almost. They don't want to, it's too much work. And so that's why the call of people like you that are out there pursuing growth, helping people, speaking life into people. That's why it is imperative that we as leaders, as women leaders in the marketplace, women leaders in our home, women leaders in the world need to continue to pursue growth. Mm -hmm. Oh, I, I mean, yeah, 100%, like agree, you know, it's just absolutely. And, and I think, yeah, I mean, I think those women who aren't ready, I think that that can, that is still a place where I can pray for them. And I just know sometimes like, okay, yeah, don't share that, you know, and I'm, and I'm learning that. Cause I think as soon as, like I said, I'm a resource junkie. Like as soon as I have something that I've learned something, like I want to share it with the world. Like, this is so great. Like, let me tell you about this. Like, this is going to help you. And I have learned that not everybody's ready. Not everybody's at that place. And so sometimes it's just silencing myself and saying, okay, wait, wait on me, you know, wait on him and he's going to direct you and, and you can pray about this for them or ponder it for them. But you're right. Like it's, 
there's so many, like I keep hearing Esther and Deborah's that are arising like for such a time as this, like God is using the female population and it is exploding. It's pretty amazing. It really is. It's the thing that he told me at the beginning of the year before all the craziness started. Two things told me that 2020 was, there was going to be a massive shift in the church. And number one, and number two, he told me that there was going to be a massive global revival and that women were going to be the catalyst and it was going to be women in the marketplace that were the catalyst. And so um, it is exciting to watch so many women have this heart to stand up and rise up and lead and, and pursue their faith passionately in, in whatever arena they're doing it, whether it's business, home, church, community, activism, whatever. So it's a, it's a really it's a really great time to, to be alive, even in the midst of all the craziness. So um, if, if somebody is listening and they just have fallen in love with you as I have, and they want to connect with you, how do they find you? Uh, probably the best ways to do that are my website. So it is www.blueroompublications, blue as in the color, blue room publications. Uh, my husband named our first business that after the color of the room <laughs> that we were in. Um, or uh, Rebecca Dawson 5 is my Instagram or Rebecca Dawson on Facebook. Fantastic. And if you don't worry, you can just go to the show notes and all of Rebecca's information will be there. If you're watching this on YouTube, it'll be right below uh, the video there and you can connect with her, reach out to her, utilize her, uh, her heart to serve and her, you know, supernatural discernment that has been gifted to her as she helps you to, you know, break through barriers and really get connected with uh, the the person that, that God created you to be. Um, I just want to say thank you for what you're doing in the world. And thank you so much for joining us here today on the podcast. Oh, Michelle, it's been an absolute joy and pleasure. Thank you so much. I absolutely loved recording that podcast with Rebecca. And, you know, I have to say, I think one of my favorite things about the Girl Power Alliance podcast is just getting the opportunity, not only personally, just to meet and connect with these amazing women, but to be able to introduce you guys, the listeners, to these amazing women, to hear their stories, their testimonies, and they're all so unique and different. So if you're out there and you have a story that you would like to share with our community, head over to girlpoweralliance.com, click the collab with us button at the top of the page, and fill out the form because we're always looking for amazing women, not just to be on the podcast, but to contribute to our community, master trainers, master classes. If you have a mini course, if you are a believer and you are out there in the world helping to impact other women's lives by teaching and training them in ways that they can up level and grow their businesses and make more money and have a bigger impact, we absolutely want to hear from you. And so that is an ongoing search. We have a little form that you can fill out to make sure that we are um, a good fit for each other. And then we'll get the ball rolling so that we can feature you inside of our membership or have you as a guest host on our monthly power hours, which is our networking call for our members once a month. So you can connect with more women in your niche and so many things so many amazing things inside the Girl Power Alliance community. I love it. I love every minute of it. Of course, Radiant Leadership is going on still. We have our first class happening and our next class happening soon. Get on the wait list if you have not already done so. Make sure that you are the first to know when the registration opens for the next class, which will be, I think, sometime in May. I'm not totally sure. 
But if you go to girlpoweralliance.com, all the information for that is there or radiantleadership.com. All the information for that is there. And we're just stoked about all the things that God is doing inside of our community at this particular time and space in history. Man, this is episode number 64, and we're not even a year into our podcast yet. If that doesn't tell you how many women are out there ready, willing, able, desiring to impact the world, I don't know what does. In my, It took me over, well over a year to record 64 podcasts with my other podcast, which was The Sold Out Entrepreneur. By the way, that's still out there in the world. You can listen to those and um, just come along on my journey with me as God is just shaping and growing me in just amazing and unique ways. And it never ends. This journey of growth that we are on collectively, it never ends. <laughs> Don't let that scare you. Let that inspire you uh, to reach out and be part of a community that's going to encourage you to continue to grow, to continue to reach the next level. As followers of Christ, we're called to continue to make progress. And it's much more fun when you're with a group of people that are doing the same thing that you're doing. So join us on Facebook, join our private community. It's called GPA Inner Circle, and we'd love to have you there. Of course, we'd love to have you inside the membership as well, girlpoweralliance.com, and click become a member and join us. Remember, inside of this community, Girl Power Alliance is where women grow. <laughs>